Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Making Learning Special, where we discuss everything from parenting tips and strategies to early childhood development, all the way to the nitty grittiness of parenthood. I'm your host, Madonna Lazo-Smith, and usually with me is my husband and co-host, Zach Smith. He's not here today, but we are continuing our mini-series this week. It's called Making Learning Special in Minutes. And why it's called that? Because these are going to be quick, fun, simple, very, very quick, again, <laughs> podcast episodes for you if you are on the move, if you're a busy parent. So these are simple, functional, tangible, and practical strategies or tips that you could take away with you and use right away with your little one. So now we are on our, belie- I believe, fifth episode for this mini series and our fifth tip or strategy of the week. So let me get right into it. Strategy number five for you guys is called communication temptation. So what does communication temptation mean? This is basically what it sounds like. You are helping your child communicate and build their language skills through quote unquote temptation. So it sounds a little funky, but let me just go into it a little bit more for you guys. So what you want to do when you're teaching your child this strategy is what the goal is and what your target is, is basically helping your child either expand what they're saying or help your child use language functionally. So if your child isn't saying much words yet, communication temptation is one of the strategies we use as speech language pathologists and one of the strategies that I teach my parents that I work with. So what you want to do first is model the language and model the words you want your child to use. So I'll give you an example. The example would be more cheese, please, for example right? And if you don't see me signing it, I'm signing more and I'm saying more cheese, please. And you want your child to request for cheese. So what you're going to do is do more cheese, please. And that's the modeling part. You're going to have to repeat this often and um, practice it more than one time, more than in one sitting, but often. And what you want to do for your child to tempt them to communicate is you don't want to give them all the cheese at once, for example, right? You want to give them little pieces at at a time so that you can practice that phrase, more cheese, please. I'm going to give you examples in play during mealtime and just throughout your environment of how you can use this communication temptation strategy. So let's start out with mealtime because I already started with that, right? So if you want your child to use the word open, please, or more cheese, please, or anything where you're just practicing them using language, I have already mentioned just giving them a little at a time. One of the strategies around communication temptation is also to give them a food that they might um, that they really love and like and put it in a container that's hard for them to open. So you give them the container without you opening it and see what they do. Will they hand it to you and ask for help? Will they vocalize and go, ah, 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 and that's how they're going to ask for help? Are they going to problem solve and figure out how to do it themselves? Either way, you give them a container or even a Ziploc or a baggie that's closed and unopened and see what they do. 
pause. Pausing is huge with communication temptation because you want to see what they do and you want to give them the opportunity to initiate. And we've talked about this in previous episodes and in previous strategies. So um, in this mini episode or mini podcast um, series, I should say. So you want to give them that container and see what they do. And it gives you the opportunity to model what you want them to say, whether it's open or whether it's more please. So you open it for them, they get a piece. Don't give them the whole thing again. And then you could close it up again. It gives you another opportunity to practice that phrase. Um, another one during meal time is maybe eating something that they really, really love and you are eating it first. And you're just saying how yummy and how good it is and see what they do. Will they put their hand out and request for it? Would they say, I want some? If you're trying to teach them the word, let's stick with cheese because that's an example I gave you. So if you want to teach them the word cheese, right? And they're putting their hand out and they're doing more, oh, oh more. And you say, mm, cheese. Okay, here's a piece of cheese. And you give them a small piece of what you have, right? You keep eating your cheese. Yum, 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 yum. And then they ask for more. Oh, here you go. Here's the cheese. So that's tempting them, giving the opportunity to want to communicate. Now let's move on to playtime. How can you implement this strategy during playtime? One tactic, it's similar to mealtime, is giving them a few of the pieces, for example, to a puzzle at a time. So a lot of kiddos um, in early age, they have board puzzles, you know, those little puzzles with pegs in them and they put pieces to them. So instead of giving them all the pieces at one time, make sure that you have some pieces to yourself or you have these pieces set aside somewhere else. Right. So it gives you the opportunity to um, be in charge of the pieces and they can let you know, like, I want more pieces, please let me get more pieces, mommy or daddy. Or you could show them the picture and give an opportunity to label that animal or that picture that's on there for a puzzle or anything that you guys could think of that has a few pieces to a toy. So usually um, if your child is used to having all those pieces, what you can do is take some of those pieces away and um, see what they do. If they notice that some pieces are missing, you could practice words like, uh-oh, or oh no, all gone, I need help. So many great phrases that could come out of this if you're not giving them all of the pieces all at once, right? It gives you control of um, the phrases and the language that you can use. Another idea is those toys that have batteries in them or those electronic toys. What will happen if you take the batteries out and your child is used to hearing the sound, right? What will they do? How will they communicate that it's not working anymore? That is another opportunity for you to practice some words like, oh, no, it needs batteries or, oh, no, it's off. Oh no, I need help. It gives a lot of really great opportunities to, to practice some of these words that kids use to request or some of those really important words they need for everyday things. Another example during playtime is when you're playing peekaboo or a routine play activity with your child, running around, spinning them in a chair, something where it's a movement, you know, you're throwing them up in the air. So you're doing this routinely, routinely, right? Um, and you're just like, you're playing with them. 
But what would happen if you pause, literally just pause and wait? Because they're used to you going, um, if you're lifting your child up, if you're throwing them up in the air, ready, set, go, wee, ready, set, go, wee. You do that for a couple of times. And what happens when you stop and pause? Hmm. And you kind of um, lean your body in there and go, hmm, like, what are we supposed to do next? See how they communicate, see how they initiate, right? And then one other um, example for that is peekaboo. Kids, babies love peekaboo. It is actually a really wonderful developmental play activity that you do um, with the child, which goes into object permanence and um, connection. So many wonderful things with peekaboo. So you're playing peekaboo with your child, peekaboo, peekaboo. And then what happens when you stop? How will your child communicate with you when you stop? Maybe if he or she is a baby, they might put their hand on their face, right? Then it gives you the opportunity to say a word that's associated with the action. Oh, more peekaboo? Or um, you can do just peekaboo, please. Where's mommy? It has really great phrases. um, You can include a lot of really great phrases that way. All right. And then one other uh, instance is throughout the day environmental. I've already mentioned this, but here are two strategies that go with communication temptation. One is that putting an item that's highly desirable for your child up high, somewhere where they can't reach, but they can see it. Because what that does is it gives them the opportunity to ask for help and then for you to label what the item is. Um, And it doesn't, and they need you to help them get that item right? So putting something that's up high. So you could do this for playtime, you can do this for mealtime, or a new item that you know that they'll love, and they'll be really excited about, right? You could put it up high, and they'll see it. And you can even point to it like, wow, look at that. You could use words like, oh, up, I want it, please. I need it, please. Or you can do, I see the book, things like that if you put it up high and out of reach. And one other strategy that goes with a lot of different parts of the day, which I've already mentioned, but it's worth mentioning again, is keeping things closed and giving them the opportunity to request, to ask for how to open it or to ask for help or for them to solve it themselves. So there you go. Those are great examples for you guys. I hope you're able to take them away. And this strategy is called communication temptation. So if you guys found value from this episode, remember to give us a comment and um, give us a thumbs up or five stars, whatever it is on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. And if you guys need us, you can find me on makinglearningspecial.com, makinglearningspecial on IG, and makinglearningspecial on TikTok. We'll see you guys on our next episode.